0: Get ready! Get ready! Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Cause you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host,
1: Chris Voss. Hi, uh, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you coming by. As always, the Chris Voss Show is the family that loves you but doesn't judge you, Lisa least not as harsh as your mother-in-law. You know that evil side-eye she gives you? She's a wonderful person, I'm sure. Anyway, guys, refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Go to Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, all those crazy places. We're even over on that dare TikTok. Check out uh, what we and, I don't know, kids are doing over there. We're trying to be cool, uh, but it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> who knew why anyway we have an amazing gentleman brilliant mind author journalist uh on the show with us today Barry Levine joins us today we're going to be talking about uh, uh some of the recent Trump uh issues uh his book which uh, talks about that at length all the presidents women Donald Trump and the making of a predator that came out in October 2019, and he also has a follow-up book, which is interesting because it's tied in together. We'll talk about that. Uh, the Spider Inside the Criminal Web of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Did I pronounce that right? Well, Ghislaine?
0: I mean, she—you know—there's a reference of calling her Ghislaine and Ghislaine. And Ghislaine yeah. So I just you're, never you're, have you're,
1: cared enough to.
0: You're in the ballpark, Chris. Address
1: her properly, because I don't think she's worth it. Uh, At least that's my opinion. Anyway, Barry Levine joins us. He is a veteran investigative reporter and editor in print and television. He received the Huffington Post Game Changer Award in 2010 for his shoe leather reporting. Uh, Evidently, he's been reporting about leather shoes. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that. That's a shoe leather report. We'll get an answer on him on that. Any leather reporting team? to a Pulitzer Prize nomination for investigative reporting and national news reporting, and he lives in New York. We don't have that against him. Right, that's an El Paso uh, salsa joke. I'm sorry, Barry. <laughs> welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Thank you, Chris. I, I appreciate you having me on. Salsa from New York.
1: Uh, that was an old commercial there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, welcome to the show. Give us your .dot .coms or wherever you want people to find out more about you on the interwebs. Uh,
0: BarryLevineAuthor.com. Uh,
1: there you go and to clarify what is shoe leather reporting for those general Zers that don't well
0: that's that's an old term i mean that's uh that that goes back to the um um press card in the fedora you know days uh, where reporters would go out in the field and they would knock on a lot of doors and they would uh you know if they, they were doing a good job they would um um uh, rough up the uh, soles of their shoes because they, they walked so many miles they knocked on so many doors so that the term shoe leather reporting uh came about
1: yeah, it's that old uh <laughs> wear the soles of your shoes you know i think i think reporters and, and press people should bring those hats back with the little press card in them that was always cool i love old film noir that does that so barry uh uh, let's talk about uh, some of the news that's happening today. Uh, recently, uh, there was something that happened in the uh, uh, Gene Carroll trial with uh, Donald Trump. Tell us a little bit about uh, some of your thoughts on that and maybe some of the tie into your book.
0: Sure. I also want to uh, point out, Chris, that the, the book I co-authored with a um, uh, former New York-based journalist, uh, uh, Monique Alfazé, Uh, who is now based in Paris, and uh, we worked together on the uh, Trump book, All the President's Women, Donald Trump and the Making of a Predator. And it was super important for me um, when I went down the road on that book um, to have um, um, uh, her insight uh she had written about the evangelical community um she was also able to address issues from a woman's perspective and and it just um in the, the course of the reporting the, over the 100 interviews over the um uh, year of the investigation um she was crucial uh, to the process and i was out in the field and she was um i was filing copy and uh, sending in interviews and she was uh, compiling them into the narrative so um, um i, I want to give her um um uh, credit on that as my as my co-author um there you go the e Jean carroll case um actually when we were wrapping up the book um in um, um 2019 uh almost ready to send the book off to the publisher uh that story uh, broke and it was significant uh because uh now again, um just to give you a little history here, when D- Donald Trump was in the White House in the early days, and the stormy Daniels hush money stuff was w- was beginning to uh, make its way out into the media. Um, I thought that, that was so significant e- even beyond the you know the days of Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. here you had. Um, president in the White House, and stories were coming out about um, uh, women being paid off, um, uh, and of course ended in a huge investigation. Uh, Now of course he's been, you know, indicted for that, and we'll we'll see Mm -hmm. what takes place um, uh, in that case here in New York, which is a criminal case. But the E. Jean Carroll popped up at the end of the reporting process. She was an advice columnist uh, here in New York for major magazines, a well-known author, very respected woman around town um, uh, who is uh, older, and uh, uh, she had uh, revealed in in something of a bombshell disclosure uh, that um, uh, Donald Trump had uh, raped her. Um, back in 1996. Um, She had said they were acquaintances. There's a photo showing um, them together with her Mm -hmm. husband at the time and uh, uh, Donald Trump's wife at the time, his second wife, uh, Marla Maples. Um, Her story goes that uh, she was going into Bergdorf Goodman department store here in New York Donald Trump, who, uh, his uh, Trump Tower is just down the street from the department store on Fifth Avenue, um, was going in there to buy a gift and saw Eugene and said, uh, why don't you come shopping with me? I need to pick out a gift. Would you help me? Give me your give me your insight. And uh, so she said she followed him up to um, um, one of the top floors there, uh, where he had picked out uh, uh, some lingerie, uh, they ended up in, in a dressing room. Uh, Trump uh, had said, "Had said, would you, you know, would you model this for me?" Uh, at that point, things got a little scary for her, mm-hmm. uh, and before she knew it, like we've reported on so many uh, other women uh, um, uh, in our book. Uh, Trump jumped on her. Uh, she claims that um, uh, you know we, we we have an audience here over multiple um, uh, outlets so i don 't want to be extremely graphic but the, the result was uh, you know her claim that he had uh, raped her uh, against her will uh, uh, forced himself on her uh, She said she didn 't scream she was more in shock and uh, but what she did was, she tried to fight back. She tried to lift her uh, knee up uh, uh, and 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 prevent him from doing this. Um, she left the department store. Uh, he he ran off. She left the department store and went to a payphone. It's the days in '96 when we had pay, payphones on the street here in New York, uh, and. She called a very respected author, a woman named Lisa uh, Birnbach, who actually testified at trial, and, imme- and, and, and immediately explained, this is within, you know, w- within minutes of, of of what had happened, basically said, I was just with Donald Trump. This is what he did to me. Uh, Lisa said, um uh, you're, you're, what you're telling me is that he raped you, and that you should be going to the police right now. Wow! And now I uh, I interviewed uh, Lisa for my book. I wanted to get her um, cooperation on the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I spoke to her, she reiterated um, what she would what she also told the court uh, here in New York last week. Uh, that uh, she absolutely believed what Eugene Carroll had told her. Eugene uh, was shaking on the phone, and uh, of course, this is '96. This is this is long before Donald Trump uh, had aspirations. Well, he may have had aspirations for the White House at the time, but long before a campaign, uh, there was no political motivation here. It was simply a best friend telling another best friend what had what had happened to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she was extremely convincing to me. I told my co-author, I said, this this story is like so many of the others that we've heard about him. Uh, I, I I believe her. I believe the cooperation. She also told another woman, uh, a TV um, uh, anchor here in New York, a former TV anchor here in New York named Carol Martin, uh, a similar story. Uh, Carol Martin was of a different mindset. Uh, she told Eugene, you know, Donald Trump, he's, he, he's, he's powerful. He'll, he'll, he'll attack you. He's got lawyers. You shouldn't go to the police. Uh, now she later said, uh, you know, um, uh, now in, in, in light of this, she said, I probably was advising her of the wrong, the wrong thing. Uh, mm-hmm. while <clears throat> Lisa had told Eugene to go to the police, um, the, the fact of the matter is, uh, a very serious, serious charge. Uh, when this initially came out in, um, New York Magazine, uh, promoting a book that, uh, E. Jean Carroll had written, not only about including the Donald Trump story, but about other, other men mm-hmm. over the course of her life, Donald Trump, uh, blasted her, um, you know, everywhere uh, in in TV appearances at rallies, uh, it was uh, you know, E Jean. Uh, I le- I had learned uh, included in the book. Uh, she had to sleep with a, a loaded gun. Uh, she was wow. so fearful of um, um, attacks on her, uh, on her uh, because you know the Trump base, uh, certainly a, a portion of that Trump base, I think we well know from what, what happened in Washington, the January 6th event, uh, that uh, he can um, uh, cause individuals to do violent things. And mm-hmm. of course, uh, she lived in fear, but at the same time, she felt it quite necessary uh, to file a defamation lawsuit against him, which is what she did. Mm-hmm. And this was, this is going back a couple of years. Um, and, and this, that case had, uh, uh gone through multiple courts, the defamation case. At one point, uh, Donald Trump had the justice department involved, uh, trying to defend him, uh, because, uh, he, you know, he, he made his uh, disparaging comments against her while he was president. Mm-hmm. Um, then what happened here in New York, uh, a, uh, a law was enacted giving uh, uh, victims of uh, sexual assault one year b- beyond the statute of limitations to file new claims. Wow. Was over over that year. Eugene Carroll uh, filed a brand new lawsuit. Not only as part of it as defamation, but actually a civil suit in federal court on the actual uh, rape and battery charge. Mm -hmm. And so what we had here finally over the past two weeks was that trial. Uh, It was a civil case, so uh, even there was no chance, of course, that, you know, like a criminal case, that Donald Trump could go to jail. However, she was determined to get justice and uh, you had a nine-person jury, you had six men, you had three women. Um, Donald Trump uh, refused to appear in court. Uh, e. Jean Carroll's lawyers used a video deposition that they took of him in which uh, uh, he certainly hurt himself. Um, he was asked, of course, about the Access Hollywood tape. He was given the opportunity to uh, take back in some way what he said. But in, in, in fact, uh, as uh, the people who are watching this have, have heard over the news over the past few days, uh, Donald Trump uh, in a way celebrated it. He said, oh, this is something that's going on for a million years. And uh, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, you can do this if you're a star. You can you can grab a woman that way. You could take advantage of women. You could sexually you know uh, abuse them. That was obviously the inference that he was making from the tape that he once um, tossed off as locker room conversation yeah. uh, w- when it first came out, uh, brought forward by the uh, Washington Post. Uh, so he, he destroyed himself on that in front of the jurors. And then um, uh, he had also famously said, uh, this woman isn't my type, uh, as he has brushed off so many women uh, who um, uh, he has attacked who have made allegations against him uh her lawyer uh showed donald trump photo black and white photo during the deposition and said uh who is this woman in the photo and donald trump said oh uh that's my uh that's my ex-wife marla maples <laughs> well in fact that was eugene carroll yeah. after after donald trump's own lawyer who was who's was sitting there who probably was um uh, having a heart attack, said uh, Mr. Trump. Uh, no, that is in fact uh, Miss Carroll. Donald Trump then said, "Oh yes, right. Of course, the photo is blurry. I, I really can't, I really can't make her out." So, you know, this is what the jury had to work with. He wouldn't obviously sit in the court. He wouldn't look uh, E Jean Carroll in the eye. He stayed away uh, from the courthouse. And her legal team uh, put out 11 witnesses. They put out the two women who I mentioned, the cooperating uh, witnesses who had spoken to E. Jean Carroll uh, that particular day of the incident. Um, They um, uh, put out uh, two other women uh, who I've written about in the book who described um, um, uh, sexual misconduct by Donald Trump uh, against them. They told their own compelling stories in front of the jurors. Um, the jurors took less than three hours to uh, um, uh, deliberate and came back with the, the the judge had given them three levels of the sexual misconduct either rape sexual abuse and then there was a third lesser level uh, and all of these are described under under New York law as to the specifics of the actual um, um, sexual attack in and of itself. Um, Or, of course, they could have dismissed uh, uh, Jean Carroll's um, allegations. Uh, Her lawyer said, uh, Donald Trump says this, he doesn't know this woman, it's a hoax, it's a political hoax, it's all made up, blah blah blah. Um, They came down to the second level, they found what had happened to her to be credible, They said it was uh, uh, sexual abuse, uh, and they, in total, along with the defamation, uh, they uh, uh, awarded her $5 million. So that's a judgment right now that um, Donald Trump has, I believe, 14 days uh, to um, uh, pay. Uh, He says that he is going to appeal the case. His lawyer Joe Tacapina said he's going to appeal the case uh and from what i understand he is going to have to post that money uh as part of the bond for the appeal so um he's he's gonna have to uh shell out uh uh and donald trump famously as an individual uh, uh who uh uh, has, ha, you know, has always uh, uh, many allegations over the decades of not paying his bills, not paying lawyers, not paying workmen back in his Atlantic City casino days. Uh, in this particular case, he's paying one way or the other. And yeah. then, and, then, and, and then, of course, um, uh, he has done nothing but to continue to disparage E.G. Yeah. Carroll. Uh, he went out with videos on his uh, Truth Social Uh, Then, of course, uh, he attacked her yet again uh, last night on the CNN town hall uh, in which he he appeared in New Hampshire. Uh, Called her uh, additionally a whack job. Uh, And I was fumbling through the appendix of my book here because I have um, pages and pages of comments that he's made about dozens and dozens of women. I couldn't find the whack job reference directly, but I did find he had called Ann Coulter once uh, a, a wacky nut job. So he, he, he uh, uh, combined the two uh, there uh, with a new um, uh, way to uh, describe Eugene Carroll. I mean, you know, what can you say about this about this individual?
1: Yeah, it, it's really interesting. He didn't even mount a defense, which I thought was uh, also interesting as well. And I, I was laughing when you were talking because I remember, I, I remember seeing the deposition videos where he points to, you know, he thinks it's Marla Maples. He's, uh, that's my wife right there. Yeah, and uh, he's clearly pointing to somebody he's attracted to. Yes. <laughs> on this thing, and you know, and he's like, oh, she's not my type. Well, you you picked her out of a lineup, eh? Uh, so, uh, there you go. And it was just extraordinary to watch. And it's, it's almost like living in never, Neverland. I mean, like you watched, like you mentioned the CNN town hall yesterday, and he's still attacking her and, and disparaging her. And, and, uh, uh, it, it's just, it, I, it, it's extraordinary to me that politicians, we still allow to behave in this way. He has an uh, incredible history with Stormy Daniels. And, and, uh, and, and how, many pe- how many women did you interview in your book? I know there was a lot of women at one point that had come forward. Um,
0: right. And- at the, yeah. And, and j- just to you know, add to that, uh, his lawyer said to the jurors um, in part of the closing arguments, while Donald Trump had said, uh, E. Jean Carroll is not my type, uh she said you, you saw what he did with picking her out of that photo uh he said she she and this was her of course back you know in the day She was a, a very beautiful woman uh a blonde haired woman uh he said she said donald trump uh eugene carroll was exactly donald trump's type she was a former um a beauty pageant contestant um you know a, a beautiful woman uh so of course um uh, that was uh, uh, just another nail in the, in the coffin there in part of the trial. And his attorney, Joe Takapina, did not call a single witness. They did not present one witness. So there you have it. When Monique and I went into the um, the start of this book um, uh, for Hachette, uh, the, the publisher, there were uh, roughly about uh, 19 or 20 women who had come forward over the 2016 presidential campaign, uh, who um, accused Trump of um, sexual misconduct. And over o- over the course of our investigation, we turned up another uh, 40 some odd cases wow. of, uh, of um, sexual misconduct, bringing the, bringing the numbers uh, into the 60 plus category, where uh, I was able to, uh, and I have it, Listed here of the book in front of me, um, I, I, I listed each and every woman in the in the back of the book. Those who felt comfortable having their names used, and those who wanted to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were of the sixty incidents, there were twenty six incidents uh, that I wrote about, uh, w- which had speci- specific specific uh, alleged incidents of involving sexual contact. And this ranged from uh, groping against, um, against the women to, um, uh, kissing them, uh, w- without uh, permission to much more serious cases. The E. Jean Carroll rape, uh, the a- attempted rape of a, of a woman who was, uh, um, doing business, uh, with Donald Trump uh, back at Mar-a-Lago, uh, who had, uh, you know, f- filed a lawsuit against him for, um, 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 uh, attempted rape uh, just horrible uh sickening stories and, and you began to see um patterns emerge from yeah. fr- from the reporting um and it, 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 there was no rhyme or reason uh when Donald Trump would decide that he was going to target an individual there was a woman who was coming out of the um, um um the the um u.s open the big tennis uh tournament that they have here every year in new york mm. and uh she was waiting for her car she was a yoga instructor um uh donald trump was with a was with a friend he pointed he pointed to the woman and said look Leo, look, look at the look at those legs he went up and uh grabbed the woman tried to kiss her, um, um, grabbed her, uh, uh, her, her breast. Um, she uh, ran off. Um, it, it didn't matter that, that this was you know, in, in public. There's been incidents, of course, that have taken place um, with his wives in, in proximity. Um, yeah. the, the People Magazine reporter, who was one of the two other women who testified at the Eugene Carroll trial, uh, she was down at Mar-a-Lago doing um, uh, doing a piece about uh, um, Donald and Melania. Uh, Melania had um, left the room, and uh, Donald Trump uh, attacked her, uh, grabbed her. Um, um, you know, uh, tried to kiss her. Uh, said, uh, "You know, we'll we'll have an affair." Um, uh, you know, th- th- I just saw. Th- it just just happens repeatedly in in his life and this goes from the 1990s all the way up until when he was campaigning for for president uh in in 2015 he uh he grabbed a woman a campaign worker uh inside a um uh, a van at one of the campaign stops and uh uh, kissed her uh against her will Um, there are so many stories that that we compiled one of the most uh and i'll just point this one out that to me is still troubling um and i and i thought about this woman all during the the trial Uh, she was a woman who um, i interviewed um, down in florida Um, like so many in in donald trump's type uh, she was a, a tall uh blonde woman uh, she described an incident. She had been married at Mar a Lago. Her, um, her husband had been a member of the Mar a Lago Club. Um, and he, over the course of their marriage, uh, he became very ill and was uh, battling uh, multiple sclerosis, uh, of, of which he would um, um, eventually uh, lose his uh, life um, uh, from that disease. They had gone, uh, he was this is kind of at the end of his life, Uh, they were feeling a little better. He said, wouldn't it be wonderful if we go to the annual um, New Year's Eve party at Mar-a-Lago. And at the time uh, Trump was um, engaged to Melania, this was before they had actually married, Uh, Melania had been there that night. Uh, She apparently had gone upstairs to the living quarters. This was after midnight when guests were leaving now, she had told me that um, Donald Trump was aware of her. He had seen her around the Mar-a-Lago Club. When uh, she had been married there, he, he tried to chase after her bridesmaids. Um, on this particular night, her, her husband had gone to get the car, and she had gone to the ladies' room at Mar-a-Lago and was about to leave as she was exiting um, through the ballroom, uh, literally behind a giant tapestry curtain. Donald Trump uh, grabbed her and uh, started kissing her, and also uh, took his hand and uh, shoved it un- up under her dress, under her black Versace dress, uh, into her vagina. Wow! And she was mortified. She said, "You know what are you doing? Leave me alone. My hu- my sick husband is is here." you know how dare you do this and he's like um uh he's like you know uh you know we should have an affair it's, it's just crazy wow. it's just it, it it was absolutely crazy
1: yeah. and
0: she had like so many other women um held on to the story for many years uh she had, had told me she'd been a dancer when she was you know much younger she was fearful that if she came forward uh they would um uh you know, victim shame her. Uh, They would say, well, she was, you know, once a sleazy dancer or something. So, of course, she probably, you know, approached Donald Trump. Um, She never told her husband about it before he died. She told a a friend who cooperated the story uh, with me. And we're able to also cooperate through documentation and photographs, uh, the rest of the story. But she said, you know, she said when that Access Hollywood tape was played, um, she said, I literally shuddered because everything he was saying about grabbing women using the P word. Uh, she said, he did that to me. That's mm-hmm. exactly what he did to me. And this is, you know, this is a pattern. I mean, he he, he did this to um, E. Jean Carroll. Uh, he, uh, there was a woman uh, who came forward to the Washington Post, uh, Kristen Anderson. Uh, who had been just sitting next to him um, at a Manhattan uh, night spot back in the 1990s, and Trump, uh, uh, you know, slid his hand uh, uh, under her skirt and, and you know, a- and grabbed her there. Um, that story was corroborated. We have so many uh, mm. stories like this from people from so many different walks of life. And, and of course, Donald Trump has denied every single uh every single accusation against him uh when he was president before this book was published um i put together an 18-page memo outlining all the allegations we were making against him in the book i sent it to the white house uh confirmed with his uh, press secretary that the memo was received there was no response uh when the book came out um uh, one of the newspapers, the Washington Post, or uh, you know, got a comment. Oh, it's just you know these alleg- all these allegations are old. They're twenty years old. It's a you know it's another um, um, sleazy book ab- about him or whatever. The, the fact is, uh, many many of the stories were you know were, were brand new. Um, th- there was a story uh, that was also, uh, and this this happened a, a couple of times. Uh, when Donald Trump was running his beauty pageants uh, and his modeling business, uh, he would often invite um, models to stay at, uh, at Mar-a-Lago. And he would uh, take a key and at least twice um, tried to enter the bedroom of some of these women in the middle of the night. Uh, and one of the w- women was uh, sleeping and she awoke and she, she pushed him off. He tried this same thing with a, with a supermodel at the Plaza Hotel in New York, I had interviewed her boyfriend who was in the modeling business. And um, uh, Donald Trump uh, didn't know that uh, uh, this man was going to be with her. He entered the supermodel's room, got a pass passkey uh, from the Plaza Hotel in which he owned at the time uh, here in New York, uh, entered this uh, supermodel's room in the middle of the night. Uh, they thought it was a maid or somebody uh, coming in, they were startled uh, in their bedroom. Donald Trump walked into the bedroom and saw uh, her with this man in bed and ran out. Uh, He, of course, had not been expecting the man to be there. Uh, The man and the supermodel then chased Donald Trump down to the lobby and the man, Uh, the boyfriend told me he said he you know tried to grab donald trump and say how dare you you know enter this uh, woman's room in the middle of the night and donald trump said uh well i don't want uh, sloppy seconds uh i mean this is this is just these these stories uh you know there's a pattern to all of this type of behavior you can put all of these incidents in different types of categories
1: Definitely, and and, and by Amazon admittance, uh, once again, the Hollywood uh, access tape, uh, where he just says, "You know, I just do it. I just go up and grab him and force myself on him." And you know, we saw the same pattern with Bill Cosby and yeah. uh, 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 the Hollywood mogul uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yes, you know, and you know, the same sort of pattern: very predatory, very sociopath, very um, very attacker sort of thing. And and the feeling that. They were all powerful to a point that no one would would uh, uh, come out at them. And and since they kept getting away with it, they kept getting away with it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I without question, put Donald Trump in the same category as, as Harvey Weinstein, as mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. Uh, it's interesting when those stories broke, um, uh, Donald Trump, uh, of course, uh, um, uh, you know, made negative comments about Weinstein. Made negative comments about Bill Cosby. Uh, but th- there's no question that uh, uh, he uh, remains uh, a serial uh, predator, yeah. uh, and 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 yet again uh, wants to um, um, be in the White House. And and you can see from his demeanor on that the uh, CNN town hall last night, uh, his his character uh, uh, has not changed at all. Yeah. Um, i i think in fact you know he's become he's become even more delusional uh but uh um, you know he 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 views himself as all powerful with women uh this has been going on um over the course of his entire life and you know uh, i needed to find what was you know where you know where did this start it was the same thing when i was looking into the jeffrey epstein story and you go back to their youth and, and with donald trump it was a very interesting story um because uh, first of all his father uh was a was a well-known uh mm-hmm. cheated on donald trump's uh, mother um uh, so donald trump was raised in an environment where um th- there was no r- respect for women you know to begin mm-hmm. with, uh, when Donald Trump uh, was sent off by his father to the military academy, academy, uh, because he was such a, uh, a wild youth and and uncontrollable, um, uh, that's when this issue with uh, that that's you began seeing it at, at a young age at you know sixteen seventeen years old. Um, he. He always had to have a date. And if another one of the cadets uh, that he was with uh, had a date, uh, Donald Trump would immediately begin disparaging the, you know, the girl. Uh, mm. One of the former um, students had told us uh, Donald Trump, uh, uh, witnessed uh, Donald Trump um, just uh, right, in fr- right in front of this um, and this was a, probably a 16 or 17-year-old girl in front of her boyfriend, Donald Trump said, Oh, she, you know, that's his date. You know, she, she she's a dog. She's a dog. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, making, uh, you know, wolf sounds and things like that. Um, as we reported in the book, Donald Trump's own father on weekends at the military academy would bring um, uh, statuesque women. These were older women to the military academy for Donald Trump to walk around and kind of show himself off. Um, mm-hmm. I can't say that that Donald Trump's father paid for these women uh, to, uh, to show up, but that to me was certainly the indication. Yeah. Uh, and Donald Trump then in the um, Military Academy's yearbook Uh, was listed as uh, his uh, his nickname was ladies man. And uh, that was something that Donald Trump uh, at that young age was extremely proud of that he was given that title. Um, Let me ask you this. Why, why do you
1: think, you know, I, I, I I had a, I had a gal pal female friend call me last night and she told me about an approach uh, from a business executive um, that had happened. That had discerned her. She's married, and she has no interest in whatever. And, and suddenly, she started getting DMs. Um, well, and and so I know women get uh, approached poorly, uh, poorly or disgustingly might be a better word by men sometimes, by some men sometimes. Men uh, very weak in their nature of character. I don't. I don't find them to be masculine men at all. Um, and, and they get the they get approached all the time by men, but you know uh, they get they they get salacious uh, stuff sent to them. You know, I, I've had a lot of gal pals that have gotten dick pics sent to them, different things like that. Just sometimes out of the blue, like there's no warm up to it. There's no hey, hello, how are you doing? Um, and 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 so a lot of women, I think. I I can't speak for them because I don't know, but my assumption is from my uh, gathering of polling is a lot of women have have probably had at least one experience maybe in their life of being misapproached or inappropriately approached uh, in some way, shape, or another. Um, And why do you find that... what, What surprises me is, number one, that we would allow somebody who had the allegations that he had, you know, the Hollywood Access tape, we would allow that person to become president... But number two, uh, why would do you have any thoughts on why women would vote for him after their experiences with these types of men?
0: I, I mean, all, all I all I can tell you uh, is that um, you know during the course of the reporting of the book, I sent one of my researchers to um, multiple rallies to to, inter- to to interview the women at these rallies, the you know the, the Trump supporters, and to ask to ask them you know you know why how can you support him when you've you've seen the tape you've heard the allegations at that time there were allegations from 20 different women you've heard him on the howard stern show um uh, disparaging women you know um
1: talking sexually about his daughter on the stern show
0: talking at daughter who was 16 at the time uh ivanka uh and and you know many of the answers came back well uh you know i believe that the women were out for fame i believe that they found donald trump to be handsome uh that they wanted to have a relationship with him uh uh none of the women that we interviewed at these rallies um, uh, found you know maybe privately they, they were concerned about it but at least among uh uh you know that crowd and and again when you're in those rallies and i've 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 been in those rallies in in terms of the the reporting it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. you know i mean it it is a uh combination of um um like the you know the the, you know wwe wrestling event where donald trump is the um uh, heavyweight champion um and it's uh it's a cross between you know that and and a um um you know like a, being in front of a tv preacher's you know congregation with, with with thousands of uh of people out there who who believe you know that he's uh you know next to god uh it's you know it, it, it's it, it's an experience uh that these supporters share uh and uh um there really is nothing like that and i was listening this morning on uh, the, the car radio and the uh, you know the response and, and you know to, to the, what happened last night and the fact is uh you know it, it, none of this is going to turn off his base the comments he made last night about aging carroll it's not going to turn off his base but what it will likely do is make the um, um the undecideds uh, particularly the uh, suburban um college educated women um Probably uh, be v- very uh, re- reluctant to to support him because he continues to pound away um, at uh, uh, you know at, at women and and refuses to acknowledge um, uh, you know having lost the election or or, or anything else. Um, uh, it, it really is something that no other no other politician presidential candidate. Has ever been given the buy that, that Donald Trump has, and uh, it, it's a remarkable dynamic that he has among his supporters. and And I don't think you can compare it to, you know, any you know anything else.
1: Yeah, I think. I correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I really think the Me Too campaign and how it came out was because people were so aghast and sickened by Trump, Donald Trump's behavior and the way he treated women i think the stormy daniels probably came out around the same time because i think it came after it came out after he uh was elected right and, yeah I, mean, and
0: I, I was gonna say we, we we write in the book that that you know he really created the me too movement i mean you know there was there was a the huge march on washington yeah. um after he was elected by uh you know the, the women's march uh th- th- there's no question that uh, uh, um um Majority of women, uh, um, you, you know, who are not his followers, find you know f- find him to be, um, you know, the, the most vile type of character when when it when it comes to women. Uh, but his, his supporters have continued to look the other way, and, and we raise a lot of those those uh, the, those questions in the book. And, and Monique spent a lot of time interviewing. Um, um, uh, you know, ranking people in the evangelical community about their continued, you know, support of Donald Trump. Um, you know, I I hope that we I hope that it, that we'll see some things um, that have yet to emerge, and one of those things I hope we we see, um, which maybe will affect that community of support for him, is if any of the women. Uh, who uh, we believe Donald Trump had uh, impregnated and paid for their abortions, were to come forward. Um, uh, uh, David K. Johnston, a Pulitzer um, Prize-winning book author and a Trump biographer, uh, had uh, reiterated to me for the book uh, that he was aware of a few women... um, Uh, that uh, specifically that Donald Trump, uh, uh, women who had abortions uh, and either paid for by Donald Trump or paid for by surrogates of Donald Trump. And of course, my sense is these women are under ironclad uh, uh, NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. But wouldn't it be fantastic if, if, if one of these women were to come forward um during this up during this upcoming election if he remains in the race if some of these other criminal investigations don't don't take him down because then i think um uh then of then of course i i, I think you'd see a cracking of uh, among that support that he has you know, from that community
1: definitely it would definitely would be interesting um yeah and 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 what I was leading up to with the me too thing was he was, he was one of the people that survived, one of the very few people who survived that in accusations. Yes. I mean, there were some false accusations as well, but uh, largely the predators that got taken down, he survived it. And it was, it's kind of extraordinary to me that he, he was able to do that. But, you know, I, I don't understand some of the other vote. It, it is, it is interesting to me the makeup of, you know, you said women uh, defend him or, or looked aside from it. They actually, to see women at his rallies wearing the shirt, grab her by the P word, uh, celebrating, it, you know, yeah. making it a meme and, and stuff. You're just like, wow. Okay. You know, I mean, it was, it was, it was mind blowing. Uh, let's, uh, as we ran at the hour, let's uh, get a plug in here because, uh, as we talked to the green room, your book, the spider inside the criminal mind, Jeffrey Epstein and, and just Maxwell, uh. Uh, the 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 story that you did with your first book, all the presidents' women led you into that story. Let's let's uh, get a tease out on that because the, there's also been news now that I guess his uh, phone or email list or something is is now out there, and and now there's been some call to uh, what's going on that way.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, the the Epstein book really you know came out of the uh, out of the Trump book, of course you know, and, and I describe in both books. You know their relationship in, in, the, in the Trump book. I point out that uh, Donald Trump was very tight with Jeffrey Epstein back in the early, you know, Palm Beach days, um, and uh, there had been an accusation made uh, during a, a lawsuit that was filed uh, during the 2016 campaign uh, by a, a lawyer representing a woman who had claimed that uh, th- that she was 13 years old and that she had been raped by. Donald Trump at a Jeffrey Epstein, um, at Jeffrey Epstein's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lawsuit was um, the woman received death threats. Um, the lawsuit never went forward. It remains it, it remains a story that uh, still needs investigation. I tried very hard uh, to speak to the woman um, when I was reporting on the um, uh, when I was reporting on the Trump book when back after her again during the Epstein book uh, she's afraid she doesn't want to talk um, but I will add that we it is very disturbing in the in the Trump book that there's many references in the book to Trump's interest in, in younger women I mean we we have this in uh, you know I mean as I said in the book, he had, he had modeling agencies. He had beauty pageants that he owned, and, and these were hunting grounds for him. These were, these were opportunities for him to have access to uh, younger women. And there's several um, women on the record in the book, uh, beauty pageant contestants, former models who talk about um, Donald Trump's uh, interest in, you know, in, in uh, underage girls. Uh, and of course, that's, that's part of the book. Uh, and, and and for the record, Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein once had a party uh, at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, there was 20-some-odd women at the party, and only the two of them were the male guests, wow. Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. So just, just let that sink in. Now, of course, Donald Trump has uh, said, uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein was a bad guy and this and that. But of course, they were they were close at you know at, at one point, um, and it was really from developing sources on the Trump book that I uh, uh, wanted to write the Epstein book after Epstein was um, um, uh, found uh, dead in his uh, his uh, jail cell. It, it just seemed like the uh, uh, you know the, the next book to do, and and with that book, you know, I also went back and, and looked at his. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's early life, in terms of uh, of growing up, Epstein uh, grew up outside of in Brooklyn, um, near Coney Island. Donald Trump, of course, grew up in uh, in, in Queens. Um, but uh, there was incidents that happened. Jeffrey Epstein stalking a, uh, a high school uh, girlfriend, or a, a woman that he wanted to be his high school girlfriend, almost coming to blows with that uh, a girl's uh, boyfriend uh i found many disturbing uh, issues with that at one time jeffrey epstein was a uh, private school teacher um and there were allegations made by some of the students uh, that i interviewed the former students uh, how he had targeted uh, one young girl in one of his classes uh so like donald trump uh, jeffrey epstein's uh, uh, predatory behavior went back to um um, his r- early days in terms of growing up, and you know Donald Trump's vision of 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 women uh, when when he was growing up, when he was in the military academy, academy, excuse me, was Playboy magazine. Um, you know Donald Trump would would look at Playboy magazine, and he had wanted to be Hugh Hefner, and you know one of his former classmates told me, you know, he said, well, we were all, you know, we were, we were young kids at the time. You know, we, we all look and looked at Playboy magazine and this is, these are the women that you want. But he said, you know, you grow up and you realize, you know, that's, that's a, you know, a, a fake distorted world. But mm-hmm. he said, you know, what's interesting about Donald Trump is that his mentality, he never changed from a 13 year old boy. He still maintains uh, about looking at women he still maintains the same um, uh, view that he had as a 13-year-old boy.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, Mary Trump does a great psychological profile. So yeah. they've been very insightful uh, and, and uh, a great discussion, Barry, on the news. Um, I'm, I'm happy for E.G. and Carroll. Uh, that she's uh, going to get her money or hopefully she gets her money. Let's put it that way. Cause he's known to peel the hell out of everything all the way yeah. to Supreme court over and over. But uh, I think it's still a, a win in her favor and a vindication. And, and maybe, maybe it will encourage more like you asked for that uh, other, other uh, people that maybe the uh, people that uh, allegedly had abortions with him will come forward and uh, maybe it will bring forward more people. The interesting thing is, is, you know, the question is, is, Will it impact his voters? I mean, he's still he's still, according to most polls, the lead of the Republican Party. You know, I I gotta tell you, I've I've run the gambit in my life. When I was a young businessman, I was a avid. I mean, I was an avid. I was a GOP supporter. I voted for George Bush uh, during George Bush W's term. I I got disenfranchised for a lot of different reasons. Um, the Iraq War was one of them. Uh, and, uh, his, the religious thing, I'm an atheist. Uh, and then, uh, I found myself on the Democrat side. I, I, I used to be a liberal. I find myself now as a moderate, uh, Democrat. And I, and I, so I've run the gambit and I remember being embarrassed by W Bush, uh, his presidency and the way he acted or, or should I say Dick Cheney's presidency? I, I always get those two confused. Um, <laughs> but I was embarrassed. Uh, I can't imagine being a republican because i used to be one i guess what i'm trying to say at being embarrassed by this guy i mean i mean i I, i've I've had people say to me you know well if donald trump had been a democrat which he used to be actually and donate a lot to the clintons um and you know hillary clinton was a republican you would vote for trump no i I wouldn't (laughs) the man's disgusting uh and repulsive uh, and there's probably not enough words in the English language to describe in that in that negative light, but yeah, I mean his his own admittance of the tape uh, is extraordinary. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing this all with us, Barry. It's been wonderful, and delightful to have you on.
0: Thank you. I, I'm honored to be on your show, and I appreciate you uh, giving me time to uh, talk about the book. Thank you.
1: And likewise, my friend, uh, give us a .dot com so people can find you on the interwebs, please. It's
0: barrylavideauthor.com. Barry uh, Author .dot com.
1: There you go. Uh, order of the book, folks, Where refined books are sold. All the President's Women, Donald Trump and the Making of a Predator and also check out the other book I highly recommend as well, The Spider, Inside the Criminal Mind of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and if I mispronounce her name, fuck her, I don't care. <laughs> well, she's uh, behind she's, bars. Yeah, she's behind bars and a convicted criminal. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning in to my audience. Be good to each other, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time. And that should have us some-